Hey guys, welcome to Riffs on Tap episode 44. Today we're going to do something special. We're going to do a little Chi-Town uh, episode. Uh, if y'all are interested in that. Just kidding, we're fucking not because no one cares. Uh, <laughs> we're back at it, right? With just another normal episode because that's what we want to do. And we don't want people telling us what to do, Mary. <laughs> yeah, there's your shout out. Um Never speak on this podcast ever again. I don't know if I should just let it roll at this point or edit some of that stuff out. I, we're gonna I edit think that was a pretty fucking solid intro. Welcome to Riffs on Tap. Welcome to Riffs on Tap. This is episode number 44. Uh, I'm your host, Alejandro, joined as always by... Riley. And Brock. So I guess you guys will finish figure out if i edited that out or not when you're listening to this yeah yeah so good luck with that one um you can so, some of that we made some of some it. of it was good it wasn't a horrible intro. clip bits and pieces i'll throw it at the end be like hey bonus audio here guys <laughs> i've definitely um, had worse intros no i don't think the intro was bad <laughs> fuck weezer <laughs> yeah fuck weezer come on they, so I thought this would be one of the years. I guess we'll talk about it in, in a little bit. I was about to ask, did you want to get... So we have a lot of stuff to get into, as usual. Yes. Will we get to all of it? No, we're not. No, we'll probably forget halfway through. Yeah, exactly. So even the main topic of today's podcast, we're probably going to forget about it somehow. Yeah. Because um, I have concerts to talk about. You have concerts to talk about. Yes. Um. Do you want to get? Do you want to start off with that? Because I'm curious to hear about uh, how uh, Turnpike Troubadours was. Yeah, we could... Uh, Start off with that. So, uh, Turnpike is back. I mean, full-fledged. They're touring again. I be- I'm sure they're writing and recording some music as we speak. Um, but So, last Friday, I went and saw them at Floors. Fantastic. I mean, I've never felt an energy like I have at that concert. Because really, it's only because of the fact that it sold out so quick and resale was so expensive. It's really only like the diehard Turnpike fans that were there. Uh, obviously just played all the hits and everything. Very, uh, I don't know, very fun, vibey atmosphere. Everyone's singing along to everything, dancing. Good time. So, so obviously the show is sold out, like you said. I've only been there to see Charlie Crockett. I've been there one time to Floors. <laughs> and, like, that was a what I felt was a small crowd. Like, I felt yes. like they could definitely hold more people. Like, can you give me an idea? Was it, like, all the way to the back? Yeah. Like, full of people? No, it was, uh, there was no room to walk or anything. I mean, there were even people inside just chilling, listening through the fucking doors and whatnot. But, yeah, it was crazy. If you, if you wanted to get a beer, how long would you say it, it take? The beer line, surprisingly, wasn't too long. Because only because was, of the fact that yeah. everyone was jammed in to the crowd. Yeah, okay, people were focused sense. on the music. They weren't yeah. here to just drink. Yeah. That's really cool, though. I, I It's because when was the last time that they were doing stuff they're putting out music or touring or putting on shows do you remember uh three and a half years ago damn so it's been a time it's been a while yeah it's been a while thank you haven't heard that in a while i've been setting people up and i haven't heard it um <laughs> so it, it some time has passed um but they're awesome that they're back um do you have tickets for more of their shows don't you no, I wish I did. They're playing again at whitewater in october i believe yeah after ACL. Uh, yeah which I was hoping that they would be uh, on ACL, that on put, the ACL lineup. That put them on the, like, the uh, they're not going to be at ACL. Yeah. It's because they're playing so close 
two ACL in Austin, uh, technically the Austin area. Uh, yeah, that kind of kicked him off the list. Yeah. Um, but um, do you want to get in? Uh, well, I guess since you talked about, it, let's just get into. I, I do want to talk about this lineup really badly. So today we're recording this on the tenth of of G- May, and the ACL lineup finally came out. Um, as well as they reopened ticket sales. So I I saw a leak lineup yesterday, and it had some acts on there that were actually confirmed, but there was one that was really crazy that I felt like, okay, this is clearly has to be fake. Uh, it was Silk Sonic as oh, yeah. a, a headliner, and I was like, I love Silk Sonic. I think they're great, but um, I don't know. This lineup feels very fake like it had a little too much um star power yeah and so um it had some it's funny it had had quite some misses on that leak but um only a couple actually like the chicks which is crazy i i would not have that, that was a curveball i did not i saw that at first and i was like who the fuck are the chicks and then i remembered the dixie chicks dropped the dixie from their name now they're just the chicks yeah rest in peace dixie yep. yeah um, One day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just assumed the main lady's name was Dixie and there's yeah. like chicks, the Dixie chicks. So. No, it's because they're from the South. So Dixie. The South will rise again and yeah. Dixie will, you know. Will I don't rise. even know. A Dixie's a cup. It's like, do you know Jaywalker <laughs> is apparently like a really offensive term to you people? Like, you people. <laughs> you, yeah, what the fuck does that mean, Alejandro? No. Um, You're turning this into a racist battle? You know they'll win. So there's a new TikTok series that I was watching that was really funny. That's, uh, uh, it was two people who their whole purpose is to get their coworkers canceled. So they would bring them words, and they'd be like, hey, you, I want you to read this word right here. And they're like, do you feel comfortable reading this word? He's like, yeah, I feel comfortable reading that word. He's like, jaywalker. I'm like, what does that mean? And I was like, it's someone who's dumb and is crossing the street when they're not supposed to. They're like, yeah, did you know that was an offensive term? I was like, a, a jaywalker, that w- <laughs> this is the historical context was it. Jaywalker was the N-word for white people, for white trash people. I, I would what, say that's honky. Yeah, so wait, what, what, is it like the J part of it? Like, like what yeah, Apparently J- I mean someone who's like, like really dumb, like just knows nothing. Interesting. Just like okay. absolute white trash. That's fair. I could see the correlation then. Yeah, I can't. But you know, I'll, I would we'll still say honky it. is superior to that. Okay, I think that came later on because I think jaywalker that, that's like a term from like the forties oh. or fifties. Oh shit! I would say honky came back in like the fucking western times. Do you want? Well, why don't you look up when honky started? Uh, that is. You got a phone in your hand right there. What came first, jaywalking or honky? When did cracker come about? Probably that was a strong one. Well, clack, cracker was like a that was a slavery thing. Mm. Because they were the one cracking the whips. Ah, okay. That makes sense. So it just stuck all yeah. the way. They're just like white people, crackers. That I makes know, sense. I know the history behind a lot of I'm a big You're uh, a big racist. Big yeah. racist. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah, I I'm going. a I'm a racist enthusiast. I just like knowing all of these words and why they're offensive. Okay. It's like how I have random interesting facts yeah. about like crying and onions. Uh, what you got? So specifically honky, because honky tonk came uh, first occurred in films way before honky was coined, okay. like as just like the word itself. Yeah, honky was first used in context in 1946. Ooh, okay. So Jay Walker, now I got to pull that one up. 
1946. I think that may be jaywalking or jaywalker. Don't wait on me. Just keep dead air, dead okay, air, we'll, dead we'll, air. Fine, we'll keep filling it. Uh, we'll keep filling it. So there's a lot of people on this lineup that there's two people I called uh, for headliners. And there's Red Hot Chili lo- Peppers. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers and Flume. I said Flume was going to be our yeah. DJ, uh, which is what we, we only got. We technically got two DJs. Uh, we have pe- uh, Flume and Pink, and then Diplo <laughs> is like a sub headliner. So, like, kind of. I'm surprised. Uh, I don't. Is I mean, I'm I'm not big in the the DJing world. Mm-hmm. Is Diplo not as big as I thought he was? Uh, I feel like he would be a headliner. He is really big, but I think he's not gonna perform like a Diplo's like kind of transformed as an artist. He's done like really like indie stuff to he did dance music and then he did like different genres of dance music and kind of went all over the place and he's in a period of of his like career right now where it's more low-key housey he's not party diplo anymore okay uh he will put on party shows like when he does his like vegas shows and stuff like his residencies because the people come to see him for they want to hear like two hours of music from some dude who's pumping up a crowd um but the stuff he's putting out and making is a little bit more um, lyrical, kind of melodic, and kind of more house oriented. Um, so I think maybe that's why he's a sub headliner, um, as compared to an actual headliner. Um, that's kind of, I guess, my two cents on it. Uh, and then Zoo, Zoo is just really good. He's the name right next to him, a fantastic DJ, uh, who's been doing a lot of different stuff with different artists, kind of exploring his sound. Um, I'm really excited to see Zoo. Um, he put on a really good show recently. He did a back-to-back with Nightmare, uh, more of like a dubstep trap DJ. And so their two sounds kind of mixed together and blended really well together. I'm excited to see Phoenix. Dude, I, so, have I guys told you a story about Phoenix and ACL? No. So back in the day when I was a freshman in college, I was really excited to go to ACL. It was going to be my first time, like, going for, like, all three days, uh, like, you know, and so uh, went with a friend because he drove down from from Lubbock because it was a long drive to Austin. So he drove me down and I drove down with him or no, I flew down because he was coming in Friday late and I wanted to come in Friday morning. So I flew down and I drove back with him. So Sunday I was getting super excited. Like I really wanted to see Phoenix. Phoenix was the band. I came to ACL to see super fucking excited and ready. And they got rained out. Fuck. And it was the morning of, it had been raining all night and raining through the morning. And it was like, well, you know, are we going to have the day? Is it going to be too muddy out there? Because we can too. And they're like, it's too muddy. Like we just, we, we can't, we're just going to call it. And so we lost out on uh, seeing Phoenix and they said, we we're really sorry. We promise we'll be back. Um, and it wasn't until like two years ago, I saw them in Austin. They literally said in the concerts, they're like, remember when we were here in 20, was that 2013? He was like, we said we'd be back and we're finally back. And so it was like 2020, it was like right before the pandemic, I believe is when that concert was. And so I was like, holy shit, fucking, it took them seven years to come back to Austin and perform yeah. a show. But now they're back again. So very happy. They're back. So Brock, I don't know if Brock was lying. So okay. he might've. He might have been lying, but I played the song because I was like, oh, Phoenix is going to be there. He was like, I don't know, Phoenix. And I was like, they sing Listomania. And I started playing it. He was like, no idea. <laughs> what about 1901? Did you play that one for him? No. That's another banger. That's but I, You know, I'm so I'm going to be honest. From the snippet you played me, I have no idea. Um, before I get into it, 
to bring it back real quick, Jay Walker, 1913 was when it for, was first. There used. you go. Interesting. Okay. The true racist so, term. <laughs> Riley had asked me, uh, you know, get your, or told me, like, get your fucking ticket to ACL. And yeah. when I had woke up this morning, I immediately looked at the lineup. Yeah. And granted, I looked at it again when I had just woke up and I was like, I don't really see a whole lot of names on there that I fuck with, like, too heavy to, like, go see. So yeah. I told him, I was like, no, like, probably won't get a ticket. And then just now I'm looking at the lineup and I'm like, oh, okay, there's a lot more people in here that I do know and I'd love to go see. And I'm right back to where I was. Most of them play weekend one. And so I'm like, mm, yep. Well, I, my, my thing is, even if you don't get to see all, like, I'm, I would love to see, uh, I know Zach Bryan and Rag and Bone Man, they're both weekend one, mm-hmm. uh, which sucks. I would love to see them. But I know either way, I'm going to go see, you know, Red Hot Chili Peppers, the chicks who at Paramore. Gonna go see some cool people. I'm gonna see some people I've never fucking heard of. Probably fall in love with a couple of them. Just gonna be a good time. A good three days. You go with your buddies, listen to some music, drink some beer, eat some good food. We can go back to uh, Casino El Camino, get yeah, a burger. Get some damn good burgers. Alejandro, have you listened to The War on Drugs? Have you heard of them? Uh, the names come up before, but I've never actually listened to them. Okay, so... If I ended up making that trip out there, I would take you with me to that for sure because I think you would enjoy that. I'm, I think Riley would too. Uh, I don't know. I, it's been a while since I've listened to like it's been a music. While. Thank you. Um, but yeah, they're they're very very interesting uh, mix of music. I know uh, Nathaniel Ratliff. That's another guy I'm excited to see. Another the band. Mm-hmm. They're cool. Wallows. Uh, Japanese Breakfast. I've never listened to their music, but I've heard great things. Japanese Breakfast is lit. I feel bad I didn't go to her San Antonio show last year. Oliver Tree looks like a good time. He's yes. out of retirement. He's Hopefully he'll be in the wheelchair or some, do some cool stunt or have the scooter or something. He's lit. We don't have Miley Cyrus this year, but we do have Noah Cyrus. Arguably so. a better voice. I know. agree. What the fuck? I'm about to walk up out of this bitch right now. Miley Cyrus has the voice of a fucking angel. Have you heard July, though? Yes, that's like the only song by Noah Cyrus that I have, like, word for word down. He has some bangers. Um, and many more. I'm excited to see and many more. And many more is a great artist. And many more. I'm looking for them. Where... It's at the very end. I'm assuming that means oh. that there's... <laughs> I literally... <laughs> my brain like did not <laughs> process that. I was just like... Because I was looking through and reading so many names. I was like, wow, there's some crazy names in here. Yeah. Um, Tezo Touchdown. Tezo Touchdown. Oh, dude. Tezo Touchdown. He's going to be lit, boy. So He's going to be so good. I see fucking Gail is in here. And I'm like, why the fuck would Gail be in that Oprah? She's opening for fucking uh, AJR, but then I was like, well, if they put AJR in the concert, like they're they're headlining, so that makes sense. I think they'd be sub headliners. I think they could easily headline over fucking. They they would be no, with James Blake and Wallows. Yeah, I agree. Um, so some of the people I'm excited for, obviously Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, SZA. Um, uh, I don't know if I'm gonna see Casey. It's it's a toss up. Flume for sure. I want to see Lil Nas X. Phoenix, Diplo Zoo. Uh, who else was there? Spoon. You guys familiar with Spoon? No. Uh, They're a band from Austin. They are... Uh, so them as well as... There's one other band. They're always at... They're, they're just real big Austin names. So the Austin always shows up for them. They have a couple like big songs that we're like in 
movies in the early 2000s or mid 2000s like rom-com so they have movies you've or songs that you've heard because they're in movies and stuff but they're a pretty solid band i really like them what about the person next to spoon conan gray uh who's conan gray oh maniac oh you don't know maniac oh my god that's such a good song i would literally just go see conan gray for maniac that would be my only reason going Sorry, good. I don't know. I was gonna start singing it, but you know uh, what? Let's uh, <laughs> let's not go there. I was gonna. I, I'm a little surprised. So I was gonna say I'm a little surprised. I don't see as many country artists, but just reading some of these names, you know, like Joshua Ray Walker, Jake Wesley Rogers. I'm like, they're probably country. Yeah. Uh, three, yeah, three, three. If you got names. three names, yeah. you're probably singing <laughs> country music. <laughs> uh, who else? So Oliver Tree, Big Gigantic. I'm excited for Sophie Tucker. The uh, it sucks we're not going to see Carly Rae Jepsen though It's kind of sad Maybe maybe she'll do an extra show the week of uh, One of the late night shows we'll I just really it. wanted to hear Colby maybe I know, I, I, I wish uh, Japanese Breakfast uh, The Maria's would be dope uh, Youngblood would be cool uh, Arlo Parks is the name that keeps getting recommended to me But I haven't listened to any of their stuff uh, Noah Cyrus would be nice Benny in the Jets. Um, nah, just <laughs> Benny. Tizo Touchdown will be lit. And there was one other one that I really liked. Glaive. Glaive will be really cool to see. He's like a, he's like a pop, pop punk type of guy. He, he sings songs that I feel people of our age would resonate with. And that's a weird statement. to me. Like, what genre? <laughs> that's a weird way to refer to an artist. They make music for people of our age. Like we're we're their target demographic. Well, we're I think we're an odd age, right? Because most a lot of pop music is for the younger, you know, high school to early college, yeah, sort of generation. Then there's a lot of these country songs that are for the like older, heartbroken people. Yeah, so it's like we're in this weird spot where there's not a lot of people making songs about. We're trying to figure to it out. Twenty-seven year old. We're going through depression. Yeah. We're fucking fighting our demons and also trying to just make rent. And so we need the songs like that. That's just Paramore's music at that point, you know. Honestly, just, yeah. Um, you know, Pink, you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Yeah. You know, she's definitely got to play that one. I'm definitely I, skipping. I don't, I don't care who's playing across from Pink. I'll go see Lil Nas X over <laughs> Pink. I don't really care for Pink at all. So. Oh, well, that's a damn shame because I will 100% be like front row to that shit. Dude, Pink will be lit. Uh, I don't. I don't think if it if Pink is against Lil Nas X or Flume, okay, I'm gonna. I gotta pick the other two. Yeah, I don't know Flume, so I'm fine. But I'd Flume. I'd go pick. I mean, Red Hot Chili Peppers and Paramore they're, are I, my top two. I'm going to see them. I've seen the Peppers like three times. They're good every fucking time. Yeah. They're so good. There's it sucks because they have so many bangers they can't play them all. Like yeah. the last time I saw them was just like the hits, and they still left off things like Snow. And oh man, there was another big track that they left off because there's just not enough time to do them all. Snow's my favorite Red Hot Chili Pepper song, so I better fucking hear it. So it yeah, it's uh, hopefully they just play all the hits and it'll, it'll be really. I don't think they're promoting anything. No, um, I don't believe they put anything out or are planning on it. I'm trying to think, if there was anyone else down at the bottom of the list and some crazy names down there, but good luck. Oh, actually, they go see Good Looks. They did just release an album, April first. April first. Okay, well, unlimited love. So they'll probably play some of that, and then of course uh, play the hits and stuff. I thought Um, there might have been a chance that Foo Fighters would be there. 
because they also just released an album. They're going on a big tour. They're going to be at Lala and a bunch of other festivals, and they just, you know, same festivals that this company does for, the company does for ACL, C3. Um, and, uh, yeah, I guess they just couldn't get it. They, I guess they felt it would probably be too similar to Lala. Yeah. Want to diversify a little bit, get people to buy tickets for both, go to both, try to. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff in there. Uh, I'm excited for it. Uh, I definitely need to sit down and learn, uh, quite a few of these artists, um, and put together the playlist and make the ACL start building, uh, a little ACL playlist, do a little what, music exploration. We should start, you know, every week until ACL, we listen to one of these artists. We just pick a random name off the fucking list, listen to them for the week. So Riley's getting a raise because that was a fantastic idea. Thank you. So, Sometimes I say smart stuff. So uh, do you want to go ahead and pick our artist for this week? So we're going to go listen to and we can, you can listen to whatever you want and you can bring it back. Just be like, I listened to these four songs and I loved them. Or I listened to this album. And Are we? Know. So are we all going to listen to the same artist every week? Correct. That but we're not going to we listen can... to the same music, though. We listen to whatever you choose to listen from them. You can just listen to their top hits. You can go find their most recent album. Okay. You can go find a classic album of theirs. Um, so Let me just pick a random name. It seems like do you want a random number generator? We can do like 1 to 50 because there's a, approximately maybe 50 to 80 we, artists on there. We could do that. I just random number generate it because uh, hopefully we won't get 80. I'm not counting all the way down to 80, but let's. Yeah. Uh, so you guys fill uh, kind of fill some air while I pull this up. So the more you're looking at this light up, we had, you know, this little argument right when I walked in the fucking door. Is it it's it's becoming a stronger lineup the more you look at it? Yes. But again, it became more of a strong lineup the more I looked at it for week one. I haven't. I haven't seen a whole lot for week two other than, of course, like the headliners and the sub-headliners and everything. Like, sure. But yeah. week two, I'm not seeing a whole lot that I know personally. But again, that's the fun part is listening. Like, you find yeah. new shit. Well, and I, I, will, I will say the, the most fun day I had at ACL was that last day when, like, you and me kind of just went off and did our thing for, like, an hour or two. And we listened to two or three just random-ass artists, and we had, like really random fucking experiences that were really fucking fun. I helped this dude roll his blunt and he like let me hit it a few times because he couldn't fucking like roll it and light it and I can't fucking roll. So I was just like, all right, yeah, sure, whatever. I was already drunk. Yeah. Like, it was just experiences like that. Yeah. So in that respect, super fun, super awesome. Uh, and I could totally see myself doing that again, but I have to produce green out of air. Yeah. So we'll get, we'll, we got to see how that works out. All, all right, right, so do you want me to start from Phoenix, the counting, just because we've all heard the headliners? Um, Yeah, let's do it that way. You're right. Yeah. We have heard the headliners. We don't need to go all back right. to. So um, you guys ready to generate the number? Ready. All right. Number 71. 71. <laughs> all right, hold my mic. All right, all right. so we're going to go ahead and fill the air while Riley counts. So Riley's currently counting down from Phoenix on the list down to the bottom until you get to 71. Hopefully it'll be a name on the list. Um, but it is going to be someone real down low. So, um, uh, we're going to learn a lot about this person. We're like, wow, this person's never put out an album before. Awesome. Uh, we don't really have much to listen to, <laughs> but I clicked the picture. damn. So, all right, start all over. He's going to continue his counting. Um, so, okay. I know this isn't super important guys, but, uh, I think it's always interesting. Um, 
looking at the sponsors, we we will have the American Express stage coming back, the Honda stage, the Tito stage, the Miller Lite stage, T-Mobile, BMI. Carbock is now a sponsor on the list there with the big sponsors. I wonder if they're going to have their own um, like little, stage. Yeah, that would be... Because nice. like BMI has a little tiny stage, and so I was like, okay, is that the cutoff? Because like I think there's one, there's a couple more stages left. So I'm like, it'd be cool to be like, oh yeah, we're gonna go see SZA or not? It wouldn't be a headliner. We go see Zoo at the uh, fucking car box stage. I'd be like, everyone, get your car box, get your. Um. All right, so the guy I landed on this weekend one, so I'm gonna move over one. Okay, Buffalo Nichols. Buffalo Nichols. Okay. So we will need to, I'm trying to find his name. Yeah, and then I guess at some point we'll need to split up how we're listening to. Yeah, just listen to whatever. If we all listen, you know, I'm probably going to listen to the hits or maybe look at the latest album. Buffalo Nichols, there we go. Okay, he is an African-American fellow. Only has one album out. He has eight songs. Last year. All right, well, then that's what we're listening to. There we go. Yeah. All right. So I made it real simple. Let me uh, Google him real quick. Buffalo. Find out his 40 time, if you could. <laughs> um, Chico Curlyhead. What a name. So if you got to 80 or 71 right there, I need to add just a couple more spots, like 85, 90. Looking at the names there, I'm like, just so we don't leave anyone out, technically. Uh, but, dude, everyone wants to see Wet Leg. So I think that's, that's that's what I'm most excited for. It's blues music. He does blues, blues music. Well, you know the last time we had a blues soulful person, it was uh, what's it? The uh, Grammy winner. Um, oh, uh, I can't remember his name from Soul. John Batiste. Yes, John Batiste, and who was fantastic. His deep, really methodical voice of a storyteller and a great guitarist. It sounded like Kendrick Lamar until you got to the guitar part. Yeah. I was like, wow, he is a thoughtful one. Have you, so have you guys listened to uh, Kendrick's new track? No, no not yet. Uh, it's called uh, The Heart Part uh, 5, and he has a lot of motifs of the cover art is hands. They're different hands from Kobe, Kanye, uh, OJ. OJ Simpson? Uh, yes. What other fucking OJ? And I don't know. It's just it's a weird hand to put on there. Well, so he, in the music video, his face transforms to all these different people, these five people, and these five people are the ones who have the hands on there. And so uh, Kendrick doesn't just do anything just for fun or whatever. There's a meaning behind everything he does. So um, people have been, like, trying to break it down. Like, how does this time with the rest of the album? Is it going to be on the album, or is he just dropping it as, like, a teaser to get ready for the album? It's called The Heart Part 5. So I'm like, okay, well... So I really want to deep dive a little bit more into that track. Well, the hard part, Kobe died, OJ did it, uh, you know, just of the two that you've named. Well, he got proven innocent by a jury of his peers, so... So, well, exactly so he didn't do it, it his peers. Uh, let me look it up, because I'm curious all the different faces he has. Uh, hard part five. Uh, who is in the hard part five? Okay. Uh, so it's... OJ, Jesse Smollett, Nipsey Hussle, Kobe Bryant, and Kanye West. So, Kanye is the next person to die. Then, well, maybe OJ. Well, OJ murdered. Well, this, well, this guy got this either. guy got inside, uh, got indicted or fined or whatever for making a false claim that he was. Uh, yeah, I thought he was hated by like everyone mutually. Yeah, because he was like these people committed a hate crime, and they're like, no, we didn't, and we have proof that we didn't, and he was like, 
ah, you got me. And so he got like in big trouble for that. Yeah, that's an interesting um, mix of people right there. And so maybe looking at the lyrics, which I don't want to do a whole lyric breakdown right now um, on it, because I've only heard the track once all the way through. And But OJ Simpson, Jesse, Nipsey, Kobe, and Kanye, an interesting selection of people. Very. What do they all have in common? R.I.P. Uh, Kobe and Nipsey. I guess they're all black. Other than that. But we have an actor, we have, a football player, a rapper. Maybe it's the impact they had on the world. During their respective time. Hmm. That could be it. Yeah. No, these people, yeah, they dominated headlines uh, at multiple points in history. Um, but, yeah, it's interesting. So the, con- so the Kendrick album does come out Friday. So it was weird that he dropped a track right now, especially because he just has had no lead up to this album. He just did the Instagram post and was like, the album's coming out. Um, and now to drop a track that we don't know if it'll be on the album, um, but because this is listing here that the album is called The Heart Part Five, but um, I don't think we have confirmation that it's going to be on the album or what the album name is. But I'm always excited for more Kendrick stuff. Good to have him back. Yeah. But you know, we got Lil Nas X at ACL, so you know, uh, he got bangers though. He got bangers. Fucking outfit he busts out. Like I'm imagining it's going to be like, look at me. I hope I, want to see it. I hope he's smart and he looks at the weather, because it's gonna be hot. <laughs> yeah. Don't do anything too crazy, because it's gonna be hot. Well, I don't know the way Texas has been going. We never know what the fucking weather's gonna be. I don't know. It's been pretty consistently hot. Yeah, we're we're. I, I feel like we are now officially in the. Hey, this is Texas like heat again. Oh yeah, no. Today welcome, was welcome what, to like summer. Fucking ninety-seven degrees. Yeah. The other day I got into my uh, I got into my van uh, after or I had turned it off. Went, took a shit or something. Got back in my van, turned it on. My temperature said 117. I was like, well, that's not right, but not far off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, luckily, we um, we get our work early. So we're out there in the sun for a little bit, but like not to get like three, four o'clock where it's like absolutely brutal. It's like, yeah. I know y'all too are. Or, that's usually when I try to leave work. Yeah. But, nah, it's been hot out there, but uh, it's summer. I guess it's summer. We didn't have any triple digit days last year. So this is, you know, first time seeing Triple D Heat. A little early, though. But, yeah, you know. Um, trying to think. So we have our artist picked out. It's uh, Nicholas. Buffalo Nichols. Buffalo Nichols. Okay. So I'm going to look him up real quick because I'm curious what he looks like as well. Um, but, Alex, this is a great idea uh, of picking an artist for every week. Look, again, I'd say some smart shit every now and then. I mean, I'm not always a Cajun. Let's see here. Wow, I love this this tiny, tiny picture. Good images. Wow, this guy looks like a badass. Like, he kicked the shit out of you. I wonder I think if he's, he's like a super... You said he has a deep voice? Uh, it said, yeah. Right, I think, you guys want to play a bit of this real quick? I think then? he's from Texas. He's, oh, he's from cool. Texas? I believe so. Ooh, let's take a look here. We love Texas artists. Uh, let's see. Where do you have like an about page? You're like, who is Buffalo Nickel? There you go. Uh-oh. About page. Uh, let's see here. Da-da-da. Maybe he's not. Born in Houston and raised yep. in Milwaukee's predominantly black North End. I didn't know that was a thing. Um, but that's really cool. 
Well, that's, I mean, that's a good way to kick this off with the Texas artist, right? Exactly. We love Texas. All right. I'm going to play a little snippet of this for us to hear. Uh, I don't think it's going to, I don't think I have like copyright issues or whatever. Um, I'm curious to hear what he sounds like. So I'm just going to jump ahead. This guy seemed pretty cool. This guy seemed pretty interesting there. Definitely got that rasp to his voice. Yeah. All right. This guy seemed pretty dope. I like the voice. Great guitar picker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited. This is a good first uh, first artist uh, for us to look at. And it's good that he has a limited catalog as well, so it's not a, a ton of stuff we have to dive through. Yeah, seven years worth of fucking music where we're like, ah, fuck, where do we start? Like the Red Hot Chili Peppers in their 40 years of music. <laughs> Which is still crazy to me. Oh man, they've, they've been, been doing around it. since the eighties. They're they they're crazy people, man. They've been doing it for so fucking long. They don't even seem that old. Like they don't look like they're in their fucking sixties, which I'm pretty sure they are now. Yeah, yeah I think they, they are. Be, yeah. yeah, started in their teens. I mean, Chad years Smith later. still looks like, looks like he could be in his forties. Still looks like Will Ferrell, you know. Yeah. So, but um, no, Red Show Peppers are gonna be fantastic. I'm looking forward to. Um, I'm just excited. ACL. Yeah, I have something to look forward to. That's a big thing for the year to look forward to for me. Um, going to be really excited. Honestly, I don't know anything about Paramore. I know Haley Williams is in there, but that's about it. They got some good shit. I don't... Good I, shit you can get fucking jumping around to. Yeah. Like, you know. I mean, it's it's very, you know, like early 2000s pop punk. Yeah. Like, I've if you play a song, I'd be like, oh, that's Paramore. But I don't think I could tell you a song. Uh, Misery Business? Yeah. Okay. So I do. I am familiar with that one just because Alice in Wonderland has been playing it a lot lately in her sets. Uh, she mixed it with another song. I would say that's their biggest for sure. Um, which actually have... Uh, I'm thinking of the dates right now. No, I haven't talked about the Alice in Wonderland album yet. I've been no. meaning to talk because it came out this week. Um, I would definitely say... Just my straight up honest opinion on the album is it's probably her best overall work that she's ever put out. But I do not think there is a singular track that stands out as like, yeah, this is this is the the number one single. This is what they're going to play on the radio. There's no one song. All the songs are, I think, potential candidates for it. But no one song I think shines is like this is definitely the best song on the album. But they're all so close to compete for that top spot. And that's why I think overall the album is really good and really balanced. She got this one song here called Cocaine, um, where she talks about uh, not all the cocaine in the world uh, can make me like you. Like, you're just talking about just how like shitty of a person this guy was. Did she sample Cocaine by Eric Clapton? Uh, no, she did not. She's everything originally. <laughs> Missed opportunity. Um, yeah, definitely. But uh, that one's really... It's just a really funny song. It's the only song that really stands out. I'm like, eh, it doesn't really fit the rest of the album. Um, but I do appreciate that she had no features on here, no co-producers, kind of did everything on her own, did all the own vocals. And um, overall, it was just really, really good. If I had to pick a favorite song, it's probably still Fear of Dying or Fuck You, Love You or New Day, who New Day is really good too. 
But those are definitely my top three on the album. Well, see, I think that right there says it all. The fact that you are like, this is really good. Well, shit, so is this one. Uh, this one's pretty fucking good, too. I think that speaks right there for the album. That's always good when, you know, you can listen to an album and be like, yeah, this is my favorite song. And the next time you listen to the album the whole way through, you're like, no, this is my favorite song. Exactly. That's how you know it's a, it, that album resonates with you. Exactly. And that's why I'm like, this is probably her best work. And, and, uh, and it's the most cohesive piece of work she's ever put together. Um, for sure. Um, I did listen to some other music. Surprise, surprise. I listened to an artist I don't normally listen to. And I uh, really liked his album, actually. It was, it was actually pretty good. It was uh, Mr. Jack Harlow. Oh, the one that just came out? The one that just came out. Dude, I, so I, I've seen limited shit on that. But from what I've seen, it has been like really negative reviews. Like this one popular yeah. like, music review gave it a 2.9 out of 10 and said this... This is literal shit or literal crap, whatever it was. Oh, it is. But, so, go ahead. I was just going to say, it's Jack Harlow's, I, I think, in my opinion, is an easy person to not like. So you're going to see <laughs> a lot of these, you know, bigger yeah. journalists and whatever say it's a shit album. I haven't listened to it, so I don't fucking know. I'm not a big fan of Jack Harlow myself. Um, but. He's got some catchy songs, but I think what I took away from this was uh, I liked Young Harleasy. It was pretty catchy. Um, Dua Lipa is a fucked up song. It's, <laughs> it's a fucked up. Uh, what the fuck? He's talking about like, oh, I don't want to just be cast with you. Like, I like I want to be with you. And he's just talking about how much you want to be with Dua Lipa. And I was like, I don't know. It seems kind of weird. Like, it's a, he's I really mean, putting himself out there. It's a bold strategy. You know, we'll <laughs> see how that one works out. But. Followed by a song called Side Piece, where he talks about how much he loves his side piece. And how what she's got to do to become the main person. Well, no, that that's smart right there. That's smart games because he's playing mind games. Well, he's he's he, trying to get with Dua Lipa, but he also knows in the back of his head he's like, that's probably not going to happen. Let me, you know, kind of prep this. Side yeah, I'm gonna have this up. on the back burner. Or he's getting in Dua Lipa's head into the sense that he's like, now Dua Lipa's like, oh fuck. Like it, it he's could, got a side piece. It could be a smart play. Yeah. You know, we don't know. We'll know a year from now. Maybe. I, don't know, um, I feel like I, I feel like a lot of girls are in love with Jack Harlow, so you know he's got that going for him. Yeah, but they're mostly white girls. Fair. There so. was a there was a track I think it's Little Secret that samples oh, it's like an early two thousands late nineties R and B beat uh, R and B track. I can't fucking remember what it is, um, but it actually is a good little flip on the song. And I'm like, you know, what? okay, I'll give you this one. But honestly, lyrically. Um, it's very trash and it's easy to follow and but it's very trash um a couple good beats on here but honestly it's really good just to put on the background and just you get chuckle every once in a while you tune you like you tune, your brain tunes into the song and go like what the fuck are you talking about I'm talking about smelling feet what anyway and then you just continue on with your work and you just let it play in the background that's what i think the album is really good for um but yeah jack harlow it was well, you put out music yeah, I've been trying to listen to new shit, but then I just keep hearing old shit, and I'm like, God, this is so good. Yeah. So it's hard for me to get in that rhythm. I did hear, I mean, Zach Bryan just came out with a new song, Open the Gate, last Friday. Very good song, very catchy, upbeat, fast-paced. Check that out. That's about the only new shit I've been listening to. Yeah. Well, I've been doing uh, this past week specifically, and it's been with Riley that I've been, like, I pointed this out, or he's been able to point it out for me. Uh, so the other day I was listening to, what was it, Casey Musgraves, right? When I was like, who's that voice of an angel country singer? I said it was Casey Musgraves, right? 
No. Or was it? Who was it? Sierra Farrell. Sierra Farrell. So there was a George Strait song that came on, and I was listening to it. And then I was like, holy shit, this is literally one of Sierra Farrell's fucking songs. Like, she just took this, like, instrumental and, like, yeah. kind of made it into her own. The other day, uh, or was that yesterday? No, two days ago, uh, we were listening to a song by Chris Stapleton, which was... Oh, yeah, uh, Tennessee Whiskey. Yeah, and that was actually from... That is a so, George Jones song. Yeah, I discovered... A while ago, but I just forgot about it. And then Tennessee Whiskey came on. A very popular song. Did well. But I never realized it was... A, George Jones is a country legend. Country great. Uh, I just never got to that part of his catalog, I guess. But yeah, it's a George Jones song. So you guys are kind of opening my eyes to an interesting thing. So follow along with me here. In country music, you don't remix a song. You cover it. If you really like a song, you do your version of it. You cover it. Yes. Yeah. In rap music, if you really fuck with a song, you feature on it. Like, if the original song comes out, and all of a sudden Drake hears it, and then the featuring Drake version comes out, and it's like, okay, that's how you hop on. That's how you, you get your name in it. Yeah. For EDM, you remix that shit. You're like, I like this track. I'm going to change the drop on it. I'm going to do this. I'm going to speed up a little bit, slow it down, whatever. Um, pop music... I guess it also follows the rap thing. You just hop on, you yes. know, just do a, it's a whatever song, a Benny song. And now it's featuring Taylor Swift all of a sudden. Um, it's interesting how each genre kind of adapts and is able to be like, I fuck with this song so heavy. This is how I'm going to show you how much I love this song. Yeah. I, think, I think another thing the rap genre does is they just like, like Eminem, he's a big one. Like he'll just take like the beat or like you know like this snippet of like the chorus from this song and use that as like his chorus or whatever but he'll turn it into you know his version of of it or whatever the fuck i think that's another thing rap does as well with you know older music is they'll be like sample. okay well, yeah, yeah thank you that was the word i was looking for sample that fucking shit yeah and then you know make it their own type thing yeah but yeah, I was just kind of thinking about that. It's interesting how every genre has their way. It's always weird when like a metal band or a hardcore band covers a song because it like I, it always bothers me. We've talked about this before. Is uh, was it Marilyn Manson's cover of uh, No? I'm, are you thinking of Sound of Silence? No, nothing. Oh, okay. Disturbed. Which that, I was we have talked up, about yeah. that one. Yeah, but then Marilyn Manson also has a version of um, the Eurythmic song, uh, "Sweet Things." Um, we- Sweet dreams. Sweet dreams. Thank you. Thank you. I love we had to hum it out to figure out the lyric. He had the version of Sweet Dreams, and I'm just like, this is awful. This is terrible. Like you, you perform this for people, and you're proud of this. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like these two genres, not meant to mix. Sometimes they are. I was about to say, like, I think it depends on the cover. That disturbed one. Depends on the amazing fucking cover of Time of Silence. But I think there has to be some connecting factor between the songs. Or the genres, uh, whether it's, I don't know, a guitar that you could kind of just tweak a little bit and sing it a little differently. Yeah. I don't, I don't think you can change, like, with, if it's that drastic of a genre change, you have to be able to come down just a little bit and play it Meet in the more middle. towards that genre. Yeah, like you yeah. wouldn't fucking take a blues, blues song and then turn it into a fucking death yeah. metal song. Which but is where I have think. You like, tried, though. Well, you oh, could. maybe there's a target audience out there. That's, there it uh, is. But that's why that. that's why I think Disturbed's cover of Sound of Silence resonated so well with people is because they didn't he didn't you know, do that heavy metal version of it. He brought it down, played it soft, and sang the hell out of it. Yeah. 
it's an interesting it's a very delicate thing to handle oh very yeah because like you don't want to step on someone's work that they've already like done really because this is your love letter to them being like i love your music so much i want to present yeah, it you're not covering a song because you hate it exactly unless you're weird al yankovic do you yeah. think he hates his songs that he covers or do you think he's <laughs> like dude i love gangster paradise so fucking much i gotta have my own fucking version no i think it's just it I don't even think he really thinks about it like that. I think it's just he'll hear a song and think of a funny lyric and then just go off of that. Are you excited about the Weird Al Yankovic movie? I did not know. Oh, yes. I did know. uh, With Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah, Mr. Daniel Radcliffe. They put out the first teaser trailer and uh, it sold me. The first image I saw didn't, like the teaser image. And I saw the trailer and it sold me on it. I was like, I'm excited for this movie. It's going to be goofy, wacky, and funny. They're making a Elvis biopic. Oh, really? Whoa. Uh, forgot the guy's name, but if you pull him up. Yeah, let me see. You recognize him? Uh, I forgot what the fuck else he was in, but he, the side by side, like early Elvis, fucking great casting. Let's see here. Austin Butler? Yes. So is it going to cover the young part of his career? I assume so, yeah. Okay. That's what before he died the trailer on the toilet. Was. Yeah, before <laughs> he sadly OD'd on a toilet. Tom Hanks is going to be in the movie. Um, ooh, that, to, I did not realize go. that. It's going to be it's going to be really cool. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I do have more stuff to get into. Uh, we talked about your concert, right? We did. I've we didn't talk con- about your concert though. Which, uh, so I went to go see Kezo. He's a DJ from Houston and he plays like, um, a little bit of like hardcore, like punk rock mixed with like dubstep and hard style and like ravey type beats. That's kind of all over the place kind of DJ. The opening DJs were good, but not who I was there for. They were all like just straight pure dubstep. And I was like, wow, this is what robots having sex is like. They just fucking just noises, metallic noises. Um, and uh, it was cool, but except it was 100 degrees out there. It was 5 o'clock when the doors opened. So they're fucking listening to robot sex noise in 100 fucking degree weather. And the sun just baking down at us. I was like, we weren't meant to be here. What sounds, are we doing here? Sounds kind of sexy. <laughs> there were some crazy costumes out there. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, um, and so, uh, but I was kind of there for the main DJ, Kezo, and then the rapper who is uh, kind of, he did like a 25-minute set in the middle there, Kamiata Plus. Uh, he was fucking lit. He, he's a, it's another new genre that I'm exploring is trap metal. Cause I love trap music, but trap metal. So he screams instead of raps. So it's pretty, I think I could get behind that. Yeah, it's like trap beats, like fucking like Amigos flow, but it's like yelling in the mic and shit. But it's crazy. It's lit. I'll, I'll play some uh, after. Um, and so he played a set, whatever, and I felt bad because like the crowd was not into it. And I was like, yeah, I think we just have a disconnect. Like we have the dubstep DJs and we have like a hardcore guy, like a trap metal guy. Like it's, yeah. I don't think it's, he was supposed to be the bridge between like the dubstep and Kazo, and like it just didn't work. And so I felt bad. So I was like, man, that sucks. So I was going to leave my seat and go get water because I didn't like the DJ who was playing before Kezo. And then I saw him. He was, like, walking out from backstage. And I was like, oh, dude, I'll, like, I'll say hi to him. And so, yeah, I stopped him, said hi, and just chatted with him for a bit. And he was a really nice guy. And uh, I just told him, you know, I really like this song, and I'm happy you worked with so-and-so and this and that. And he's like, 
dude, like, I told him I really like this song with Kezo. And he's like, dude, we're going to perform that up there. And I was like, dude, that's fucking awesome. And I've been looking online for videos of them performing it. That was the first time they've ever performed it. Oh, shit. Uh, wow. So I filmed that because I was like, oh, I got to record this. I'm like, it's the first time they've ever done this, this song live. And uh, it was great. It was a super, super fun time. Um, other than it being 100,000 degrees out there. Like, it was so hot. They were kept tweeting the, the theater being like, we're going to have plenty of water. You can bring in water bottles. Like, please, just drink water. Don't die. Yeah. Um, like, I brought in a fucking full. I had a giant-ass, like, Essentia water bottle, half full of just clear liquid, and they didn't check it. They didn't make me dump it out or whatever. I'm like, this could have been half a bottle of vodka for all you know. <laughs> like, you know. That's what I mean. Brock yeah. would have been dumbasses and just been drinking all night and probably had a heat stroke. Yeah, I was about to say. They were probably just banking on the fact that no one was going to be as Cajun as we would have been. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, they're not checking? Fucking bet. Like, Dude, like, they didn't even check our pockets, metal detector, anything. But there were tons of cops out there. So oh, yeah. it was like, okay, don't try to smoke here because, like, not a good idea. Um, I did take an edible before that show, and it hit midway through the show or, like, midway through, like, the first DJ. And uh, I was like, man, my mouth is really dry. Like, it really is hot out here. We need to be getting enough water. I'm like, no, dumbass. That's, that's the edible hitting you. And every hour it was like that. And I was like, is it hitting me again? There was one point where I just had to sat in my, I just sat in my chair and I just watched the visuals. And I was like, I just need a little break. A little break. Save our energy for Kezo. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was a good show. That's good. It was very interesting. Happy I, to hear that. I always love hearing the stories of you going to concerts. Because <laughs> a lot of times you'll go by yourself just on a random night. We'll just be like, where the fuck is Alejandro? He came in. And it was like <laughs> 11 o'clock. He was like, where the fuck is Alejandro? You know, then he's at a concert. <laughs> Dude, yeah, you told me you're you're you got your gun ready. You're ready to kill me. You're yeah, like, I was just I was like sitting there with it because again I hear the fucking like door like doors opening. You know, like right before midnight, I had just like started falling asleep. I hear the doors opening and I was like, mm, no one should be at home at this time. So I just <laughs> reached over, grabbed my gun, had it ready, just laying there in bed. And then I saw the bathroom light turn on and I was like, an intruder wouldn't go to the bathroom right now. You know, yeah, they want to release their mouth know, before they you rob know. you. Maybe that's like their their stamp. Is. They're they're so nervous. They're oh, the, the fight or bandits? flight. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, I mean, I I'm sure there's people that do that. They're like, yeah, we rob houses and then we'll shit in your fucking <laughs> toilet. All right. So hear me out. I'm curious if this happens to y'all or not. Do y'all play hide and seek as a kid? Yes. Always. When you were hiding, when you had a super dope hiding spot, you're like, there's no way they're gonna get me. Did y'all ever have, get the really bad urge to pee? I actually, no, I wouldn't say pee. I just started freaking out. I'd be like, yo, they, I don't want them to find me, but they if they're going to find me, they need to hurry the fuck up. Yeah. Because okay. I'd scare myself. Yeah. When I know, because, you know, you're a kid, you're trying to win. You go into some tight spots. Yeah. That you're like, how the fuck did I get in here? And how the fuck am I going to get out? He's like, no way. a suitcase. Yeah. And he put himself back up in the attic. Yeah. <laughs> There's always moments like that where that's, I think, where I developed slight claustrophobia. Okay. Where like I, now I'm like oh fucking <laughs> no tight spaces at all. Well, like you know, uh, like like in like older houses, like maybe your grandparents have this in their house type thing, like those old laundry chutes that are really just vents, but you would just throw your clothes down. You know, we from, have one in this house, bro. Well, no, but that's big compared oh, okay. to okay. Yeah, so like that's that's bigger than what I'm talking. I'm talking like vent style shit. Well, when I was an itty bitty kid, I would fucking crawl on down there, and sometimes my dumbass would go head first. Well, when I got to the age of about 9 or 10 years old, my dumbass went down head first, and I got stuck. Well, your equilibrium is now off, right? Because you're upside down. Yeah. It's a curved shoe. 
So I have no idea, like, where the fuck I am, basically. I'm, like, losing my fucking mind. I'm shaking the whole goddamn thing. And then I hear someone run downstairs, like, oh, my God, like, what the hell is happening to the house? This reverberated throughout, like, the vent system in the house or something. Um, yeah, and I had to have two people pull me out of that vent because I got stuck. God like, I didn't damn. know I was getting this big. I'm a big boy now. How? I mean... That just seemed, uh, we just missed it though. Like we wouldn't have had to deal with him. <laughs> I mean, that just seems terrifying because that reminds me of I don't know if you guys remember the lady. I think she was in Austin, where she was on top of a building, and I forget her reasoning for doing it, but she climbed in the air vent, and I think they suspected well it was a restaurant and they were cooking. Maybe she smelled the food and she went in there. It was a cold night, I, I believe, if I'm remembering the story correctly. Well, she, well, she went into the, or could be a Kraken. Exactly. That's also a valid answer for any of these stories. Yeah. But she could have been a Kraken. Yeah. So she climbed into the vent and got stuck. Well, all that hot air is coming up from all the fryers and whatever. And uh, she just got stuck and no one could hear her. And uh, she died and they found her days later. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, so telling you saying about getting stuck in the shoot, I'm like, that, that people die from that shit. That's yeah. scary, man. Yeah, oh, again, man. we just missed it. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's been plenty of opportunities throughout my life where I've almost died. You know, there's. I know. I think I've had a few of them <laughs> that almost killed you. <laughs> and they weren't on accident, I'll tell you that much. I mean, shit, my fucking car accident the other week, that could have been a, a rollover into yeah. the ocean because that was a drop off. Every, every fucking time, I mean. I don't know how you do it, <laughs> but somehow you just keep getting lucky. Yeah, no. Uh, the you other... think that highway was supposed to be closed? No, I knew you wouldn't be paying attention. <laughs> no, fucking, uh, <laughs> there was a trip I was taking back from Missouri to Texas one day, and there was a fucking roadblock uh, in the road. The car in front of me didn't see it until the last second, so they fucking veered off, and I veer off with them, except the road was icy. So my fucking 97 Corolla that I was driving at the time didn't have enough traction for it. And uh, skidded off the side of the road and almost rolled down into a a, a lake, well, like a pond, I guess, a, a large pond. And uh, but it didn't happen. Like, yeah, there's been a lot of opportunities where I've almost died. So I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'm supposed to be here for uh, what reason? I think all of my out. close calls are when I'm driving and some dumbass does some dumbass shit, like run a red light and almost t-bone me. Like that's that's the close calls that I get. All right, I guess we have time for it since it's going to be a good segue of, uh, I told Brock about it, how I almost murdered that old lady. Yeah. Um, so I know you're probably thinking, how do you not open with uh, the time you almost murdered an old lady? Yeah. That's an opener for a podcast right there. But you asked to open it, so I'll let you open it. Uh, if that part stays in there, we haven't decided, we haven't decided <laughs> yeah, if we we'll need or not. We'll see in the edit. Um, so um, I was driving, um, and the way the street's laid out, I would tell you the street intersection, but I don't rather just ignore it so imagine there's four lanes two of the lanes turn left it's over by where i work and there's two lanes that go straight because you're familiar with the area and there's a median that separates the turning lanes from the length that go straight it's very clear it's a long median so if you're going to turn you had to have committed way early to turn if you're gonna go straight stay in your straight lanes the light goes green green light green arrow green light so all four lanes are going to go i start going instantly the car from my right i was in the rightmost mo right left turn lane so the lane to my right was median and then a lane car goes straight across me absolutely like pulls the fattest 90 i've ever seen like fatter of a 90 than any fortnite streamer you've ever seen pull 190 and i instantly go whoa and i begin to swerve but then I, for a brief moment i go 
you know, I could hit this lady like right now and just be like gone. Yeah. Um, but I was like, you know what? It's, no, no. And I was like, I'm gonna swerve. So I swerved my way out of the way. And I didn't honk either. I'm really bad about that. You guys honkers? You guys? Oh, honk? huge. Yeah. Uh, well, in my truck where it was a button. No. Now that I have a have a car, oh, I honked the fuck out. Well, of that his bitch. problem though is he still has he has a pussy horn. Yeah. So like you won't hear that shit. Right? Mine, mine is a horn where you're going to fucking hear that shit. And I'm going to make sure you hear that shit because I'm pressing it for 10 seconds and flipping you off at the same time. <laughs> so if you all had Teslas or cars with customizable features, what would you customize your honk uh, horn to? Would you Fuck me. Just every time yes. you honk. Or- <laughs> yep. Every time. So like. Just moans. All maybe, right. You know, maybe it wouldn't like. Like, they wouldn't be like, oh, shit. But they would be like, what the fuck? And then they would crash. And then I would laugh, and I'd drive yeah. past them. Because they'd be like, what the fuck? Who has a megaphone on right now while they're fucking, you know? <laughs> and then I just laugh, laugh and rich, because I'm in yeah. a Tesla. Yeah. So I laugh and rich as I'm driving past them. <laughs> I had one guy almost fight me. as me and our buddy Bradley. We were in our car. We were coming back from golf or something, and like I get over in this lane, and this dude's probably a solid 150 feet behind me. When I get over, he just speeds up, gets on my ass, starts honking <laughs> his horn, flashing his brights like I just cut him off or something. Yeah. So he gets over into the next lane and speeds up, and like his wife's holding the steering wheel. He's out <laughs> of his window <laughs> screaming at us. So I just roll down the window real quick and reach across Bradley and flip him off. <laughs> and... The guy's like, pull over, we're going to fight. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I start pulling over, and then Bradley's like, no, don't fucking pull over. Just speed off. Like, that guy's going to shoot but and murder then, you. But then I sped off, and this time I did cut him off, and then I flipped him off again. <laughs> you know, I will say Bradley is really good about making sure he knows people, or like he knows people are seeing him flip them off. Like, I'll be driving him somewhere. You know, maybe we're going to a concert somewhere. Some dumbass will do some dumbass shit. And it doesn't matter if it's across me or on his side. He is going to roll down that fucking window. And in the most fuck you way, like fully extend the arm, like you can see the full fucking middle. Yeah, full you can see the veins in his arm, and yeah. he's got his fucking middle finger fully extended. Yeah, I want you to know that you're a goddamn Cajun for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I am so like I'll, I don't like I bottle everything up. I don't even yell in my car. I just am just so silently just seething yeah. in my car, so mad at all the thoughts that are in my head, like oh the things I would say to you if you would hear me, but I never say them. You know, I, I I can back you up on that point. The the time I almost died, which actually again a very recent time, uh, about three weeks ago on the two eighty one like overpass, you know, coming coming from sixteen oh four, you take two eighty one, yeah, whatever, right. Uh, so going on that, going on that curve, I think it says take it at forty. Uh, well, my car takes curves or turns very well. Uh, I was going eighty, and I lost control and was about i don't know i want to say six inches from hitting the side barrier which would have shot my car off that overpass and i would have died instantly what did i do what did i do as soon as that happened i regained traction and i just kept driving literally didn't even like make a motion like like didn't you know wipe my forehead off of sweat or whatever (laughs) i just kept driving i was like damn and just kept driving. Like, I, I almost died. But okay. I had a, I had a similar happen. I was two eighty one to sixteen oh four, similar area, different uh, different um, interchange, and uh, yeah, I took a turn a little too quick, and I was like, ooh, and I felt the car start slipping out of my, um, like losing traction. I was like, ooh, we gotta tap those brakes. I was like, oh, we gotta slow down, slow, slow down there. So it took a, it wasn't a full fledged defensive driving course, but it was a, 
not even a partial. It was a very small portion of a defensive driving course. They tell you to actually slightly tap the accelerator when you feel your car start to lose traction. Really? Yeah, they tell you slightly tap the accelerator and then ease off of it, and then you can start easing into your brakes. Nothing well, is supposed if, to be fast. and yeah. If you're losing it and then all of a sudden you stop your tires, then you're just going to spin out. Yeah. yeah. So the, the quick tap for the accel- accelerator or quick ease into it is to try to get your wheels to spin more to get that quick traction. And then once you get that traction, then you slow down off the accelerator and then you ease into the brake. Yeah. But I'm like, that makes, you know, it makes sense that you're explaining it because common sense says the other way. Yes. Most people's reaction is going to be to oh, ta- tap the brake like yeah. I did. And luckily, I, I knew not to press it down. I knew just to, I just need a tap just to kind of slow me my overall speed down. Uh, but because of that, I totally understand why, you know, you, you have incidents like that where people just fucking lose control. First of all, I would like to say props to you for paying attention during defensive driving. <laughs> I had to take defensive driving for a, a ticket I got and I just slept. Through the, it was like online videos and stuff. So I just played the video. It was like an hour long, took a nap, woke up next video, took a nap again. You know and then who, the test is like all fucking common sense shit. Well, so don't give me too much credit. I did this for my current job. Oh, okay. And I skipped through every fucking video, and then there was one section. It was like three slides and like a few videos long, and, I, and it said defensive driving. So I was like, "Let's see if there's something in there I don't know." And I, it was a bunch of shit that I knew. And then it was like, "What to happen when you have a spin out, or you're going to spin out?" And I was like, "Yeah, let's let's just see." And that was the only part of that entire like training that I fucking remembered. You know who would have really benefited from that training? Paul, Paul Walker. Walker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting oh. when to insert the Paul Walker joke. I was like, oh, how did I know that's where here? you were going? <laughs> every time, every time, every time. Hey, be safe out there, kids. Be safe. Hey, I guess, Paul I guess the with a smile on his face. I guess, I guess the, the updated version of that would be uh, Henry Ruggs would have benefited from that. But yeah, uh, but you know, he, and wasn't, the girl. A, he wasn't much of a cultural icon. You know, he was just a dumbass. That he was becoming one. Well, we'll Better never know. Better than Tyreek Hill. Nor will the person that he fucking Shut murdered. up. <laughs> R.I.P. Paul right. Walker, though. I mean, legend. Last thing, because it is time for us to wrap up. Um, did y'all watch Doctor Strange yet? No. Nope. All right. Well, next week, come back next week for Doctor Strange spoilers. I'm going to make you fuckers go watch the movie because oh, it's, go watch it's it this good. Weekend. It's good. I'll go watch it again. Fucking let's go Saturday. Then we'll go to we'll go. Can we go Sunday? Stuff. Uh, we can, yeah. I don't think I have anything going on today. I work Saturday. That's the only reason. Or Friday, even. I'm down for Friday. I get off work early. Yeah. That's Are you off? Yeah. All right, cool. So, uh, yeah, so you just started here on the pocket ring plan. We're going to go to the movie. So, if you want to come join us, uh, I'm probably going to have to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> but, you so. stalker showing up. Like, do you guys uh, have anything else to add before we wrap it up here? Uh, I do not. I guess go listen to more Zach Bryan. Keeps coming out with new shit every week. So go see him at ACL if you're going to be there weekend one. I was yes. about to say buy your ACL tickets if you uh, see us. You know, shout us out from across the you know field. Be like, yo, riffs on tap. That'd be awesome. There Much appreciated. Exactly. Uh, well, that's going to do it here for us at Riffs on Tap. This has been episode number forty-four. Uh, once again, thank you all for listening. If you made it this uh, this far into the video, thanks very much. We appreciate you, and we're very thankful that you li- listen to us and continue to listen to us. Or if this is your first time and would like to listen to some of our other episodes, you can uh, head on over to riffsontap.com where you can find links to uh, all of our previous episodes as well as um, our playlist with the different music that we're currently listening to that we're really enjoying. 
which will be updated soon with a lot of our ACL stuff. So I know we have some artists that we're going to listen to this week. Uh, we'll talk about next week. Try to add some of that music in there. What we like, what we don't like, this and that. But we thank you all very much for listening, uh, and we will see you all next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>